KN, 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. Good evening, and welcome to All Access on 1061 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com, presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. All Access is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca by Katie's, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. All Access is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln in Kenner, by Rhino Shield Mid-South, Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by LifeGate Church in Mandeville in Metairie, by Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, by Life Resources Ministries with outreaches throughout the New Orleans area, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. It's your chance to talk intelligent sports, all sports, all the time. To join in the conversation, call 504-260-1061. Now here's your host, University of New Orleans play-by-play -play voice, Jude Young of CrescentCitySports.com and Cumulus Radio, New Orleans. Oh, you gotta love that b -b -b breaking news. Totally throws off the plan, but we gotta get to it. I was gonna talk Pels, right? Talking. 48 hours till the trade deadline, a little less than that now and what they might do. And I will get to that, but we got some news coming from Ian Rappaport of NFL Media in the last 20 minutes, and it's big news. He's reporting that the Saints have invited Derek Carr for a visit. The Raiders have granted permission for it to happen, and it will apparently happen tomorrow. We know that it's important for the black and gold to come up with somebody who's a little better quarterback than what they've had the past couple of years. And the debate has already started whether Carr amongst the potential options would be that guy. But going from silver and black to black and gold might be a good fit for both franchises. But really, it's the Raiders who aren't in a great spot here. You may know that late this past season when the move was made to bench Carr for Jared Stidham, not because Jared Stidham is the future of the Raiders, but because Derek Carr was decided to be the past for Vegas after their loss. You might remember the primetime game, the Immaculate Reception celebration game in Pittsburgh, one of Derek Carr's many poor performances in cold weather. Well, they decided that was it. No more Derek Carr. And with the contract situation, you're probably aware of it if you're a diehard fan and thinking who the Saints might grab in quarterback and what the conditions would be. Certainly Vegas would want to trade Carr, but they're in a bind. The quarterback has $40.4 million due to him guaranteed if he's still on their roster the day after Valentine's Day, February 15th a week from tomorrow. No chance that he's going to be on their roster still at that point. But when other teams know that Vegas is in that kind of bind, what can they possibly get of any value? Now, you know the little bit of control they have is that, well, if they can get anything... For the team that's trading for Carr, they're going to be happy. They're going to be able to get him without having him fully on the market. But the reality is with the visit happening tomorrow, 
on airline, that's just the beginning for Carr over this next week because he is going to have a destination probably picked out well before February 15th, we would think. It's going to work itself out. And I, he has the no-trade clause. I mean, that's huge. A no-trade clause for a soon-to-be 32-year-old quarterback who's still good, who is a four-time Pro Bowler back when that meant something, not that weird thing it is now where backup quarterbacks are playing flag football and skills contests or whatever they're selling to get some TV ratings. No, a real deal Pro Bowler. Now, Carr participated in some of that, being you know in Vegas, at least for now. But he's had a successful career. Has he had a great career? No. Has he had a better-than-average career? Yes. Is he better than at least half of the current starting quarterbacks in the NFL? Probably at least half. Beauty is in the high of the beholder. But he was an early second-round pick in 2014, just last season, not this one that's completing this upcoming weekend, 2021. He led the Raiders to the playoffs. He won a big game in the final week of the regular season, a shootout over the Chargers to get his team there. But he does have a losing record as an NFL quarterback. 63-79, and 79, not so great. And interceptions have been a problem. He threw 14 this year. It's a league high. So, there's some warts. But we know that head coach Dennis Allen here has a connection with Carr back from those Raider days. So, yeah, connecting the dots, if, if it's little to no compensation, let's say the Saints throw a late pick because Carr car picks he wants to be here and he's being nice and says okay I'll agree to a trade right now throw him a little something oh here's a six round pick but regardless if that happens the compensation is not going to be anything because car because of the no trade clause and that 40.4 million dollar albatross waiting to land on the Raiders heads it's the quarterback who's going to decide where he goes and it's interesting that it appears New Orleans is the first stop on whatever tour he may be making. It's a good fit for him. It's a pro-style offense. An offense that fits somebody who is at his best when he gets the ball out of his hands quickly. At least for the moment, it appears like Pete Carmichael is going to stay here and not go to Denver with whatever extra poaching Sean Payton's going to do from the Saints. And it's going to happen from the coaching staff, from the front office to build what he wants in the Mile High City. Assuming the Saints are going to stay with what we've seen, there's no question Derek Carr is better than Andy Dalton. Four years younger, essentially. Throws a really good deep ball. He can still beat you down the field, whereas Dalton, eh, not so much. And you need a quarterback who can make all the throws. Especially if your quarterback is not somebody who's going to be a serious threat with his legs. A true pocket passer. So the Saints would be better. Now anybody who has those dreams of some sort of intentional tanking, that was never going to happen. Never, ever, ever going to happen 
with Mickey Loomis and company in the front office. Just no chance. The roster's still better than average, at the least. And the Saints still want to win. And you don't give up, because think about this. We've gone over it in free agency over the years on my different iterations of Sports Talk Radio. It all starts with what you know best and where you have to be successful first when approaching how to win in a given NFL season. It starts with your division. Saints are in a division that's in complete flux right now. Carolina, new coaching regime, still don't know who the quarterback is. Atlanta, competitive but not a winner. Still a lot of rebuilding to do, even though Arthur Smith seems like a solid coach after a couple of seasons dealing with limitations. Still no quarterback. Tampa Bay now in transition, aging more than the Saints are aging. We, we Sometimes the Saints are referred to as an aging team, but they're really not. They've got some key stars that are aging, but it's not like the entire roster is all that old. But question marks about Dennis Allen as a long-term winner at head coach and no franchise quarterback. The whole division's that way. So if you're the Saints and you get a leg up and grab a Derek Carr, you're in the catbird seat to be back in the playoffs next year, on paper anyway, or on your digital tablet, phone, laptop screen, if you will. Let's, let's keep it modern. And Carr is plenty good enough to execute an offense well if you have the right weapons around him. I think that was the real disappointment with the Raiders this year. They thought, oh, we got you Devontae Adams, absolute star, and he played like it after the trade from Green Bay. And it's not like Carr didn't get him the football. He had a great year. 100 catches, 1,500 yards, 14 touchdowns. That's not bad at all. Raiders had a lot of other problems. But Carr wasn't consistent. And you have to wonder about just the overall stability of coaching. They're dealing with another head coach, another play caller, Josh McDaniels. Was it more McDaniels' fault that Carr took a slide this year? They just didn't see eye to eye. They didn't mesh. Josh Jacobs had a really good year as a running back. Darren Waller is a really good tight end who's rarely healthy. And Hunter Renfro wasn't healthy through a significant portion of the year. An excellent slot receiver. I mean, those are the weapons. So you have Adams, and you get the job done there. And there were a couple of big plays late in games that the Raiders did win where those two won it. But they're the Raiders that we laugh at sometimes for a reason, right? It's not consistent what they do year to year. And you knew something was wrong and it felt like it went beyond car. Like I didn't watch when the, when the Saints beat Las Vegas 24 to nothing. Do you remember that game? It was the day before Thanksgiving in the Dome. And until the very end when Stidham and the backups were in, as many that you can put in with what, 46 players active on a game day. They, the team didn't cross midfield till the backups and garbage time did at the very end. 
It was awful. And you felt like there was a lot more wrong than just anything you could put on Carr, who wasn't good by any means. But Adams, Saints were able to take him away, double-team him and whatnot, able to limit Renfro as well. Matt Collins, just looking at the stats right now, was their leading receiver. Guy who's best as a backup and special teamer. To be, you know, plus package guy, but not any sort of star. And the Saints were solid that day. Balance with the running game, Kamara and Hill. Dalton had a, his nice little solid day in a game where, if, you know, you had a quarterback better than Andy Dalton, you probably win it 40-something to nothing. That's how bad the Raiders were. And you say it's, it's much more than Carr, the lethargy of that team. But it does make you question, boy, should that happen with a good franchise quarterback? Should those type of days happen? Should that type of season, 6-11, and 11, happen? Although the plug was pulled on him when it was 6-9. and nine. Probably not. The ups and downs. Topsy-turvy. But still, that's a defense that gives up 20-plus, sometimes 30-plus, a little too inconsistently. Tough division, not very forgiving either. Saints are in better shape. So Carr might pick this situation as a stable one where he's got a chance to play in a division that suddenly doesn't have Herbert, of course Mahomes, and Russell Wilson now with Sean Payton, maybe back to being the Russ that can cook. We'll see. I don't think Payton chooses that job if he didn't think that was highly likely, at least in the short term, to come to a division where he walks in the door as the best quarterback. I could see where that would work. And that would be good for the Saints because they're not going to tank on purpose. They would have to crater. They wanted to tank on purpose. They'd have done it this past year. They certainly wouldn't have rolled with Dalton. After blowing that game to Tampa Bay on the road, having a bye week, four games left, they nearly won all four. They did win three in a row. They kept trying. They were healthier on defense, and they played really well on that side of the ball and should have won them all. And there's a belief that they can be good or even better on defense, even how the offseason may shake out. Defensive line, free agents like Anyamata in the middle. Saints really need to upgrade in the middle of their defensive line. And there are questions about, hey, Davenport's now a free agent. You, you want to pay him? But they're still good from front to back. And you're seeing the defensive moves that were made while Ryan Nielsen left on his own accord as one co-defensive coordinator. He, co- he coaches D-linemen as a specialty. The other, Chris Richard, Told him, hit the bricks. Secondary is where he shines. And the Saints have drafted really well in the secondary. And yet, it was a group that didn't make a lot of plays. Yes, the best of the bunch, Marshawn Lattimore, was hurt for an important part of the year. Large enough chunk, and we saw right when he came back late in the year, what he can do the pick six against the Eagles to put that game away on the road, second to last game of the season. But they think they should be getting more out of that group. 
probably a personality conflict because as good as the Saints overall yardage given up, they weren't creating turnovers. They weren't changing games very often defensively. You can argue part of that is not having a consistent enough explosive pass rush too, but it seems the Saints' eyes internally with Dennis Allen still calling the plays on that side of the ball, certainly knowing what he looks at defensively as well as any part of his team, saying we need to do better there. So the Saints can do better there. Alante Taylor, Paulson Adebo, back-to-back years, really good second-day draft picks. They look really solid at corner compared to most teams in the league. I think they might have screwed up as an organization. What they did at safety, we'll see. Last offseason, a retirement and a big-time, big-money free agent. Marcus Williams leaving, but Honey Badger didn't really work out. Maybe he's washed up. We'll, we'll, We'll know soon enough in year two with the Saints, even if he doesn't get that far, then we'll know that decision was already made as far as the New Orleans front office was concerned. And obviously, Marcus May, where's, how's he best used? And he was hurt a couple times, too. That didn't help. We're talking about that side of the ball, knowing that in the end, they're still in great shape. All-pro linebacker, Demario Davis. Pete Werner is a really good, above-average, versatile starter. They've still got talent on the defensive front, particularly at end. On the offensive side of the ball, coming up with two rookies who can really play, who can stretch the field, and that's where you've got to have somebody at least of Carr's ability to take advantage of. Derek Carr can get the ball down the field to Chris Olave and Rashid Shahid. Even if Michael Thomas winds up not on this team anymore or can't stay healthy again if he stays, at least that's building blocks there. They've got weapons at tight end now. Juwan Johnson being somebody who can help you finish off drives. That's what you want from a tight end at the very least in the red zone. And Carr may be attracted to all that. Saints are digging out of salary cap Hades, having more flexibility there. So you've got a chance to at least reach your overall roster's potential with a quarterback who should be at least above average here, even though he'll have his games every once in a while where you scratch your head and go, what happened? You won't have, I don't think that happened as often as you would with Andy Dalton, another year older. Just a limited guy. He was signed to be a backup. Sure, let him stick around and be a backup. And if the Saints aren't paying anything on the market as far as any significance and draft capital to get their hands on somebody of that talent. That really works. What doesn't work is the amount of money you're going to have to pay Carr to give him a commitment that says you're my quarterback for years, plural. Type of contract that probably commits you to Carr for at least three seasons before it doesn't really damage you to get out of the deal. Because he's going to have some leverage because there are other teams that need a good starting quarterback. And that's assuming he chooses you. But the fact that he's coming here first, and it makes a whole lot of sense, the offense, familiarity with Dennis Allen from his Raiders past, and just 
the need to find the most ideal situation for a guy who's looked at around the league probably by a lot of people as an answer, but maybe not the answer. You're stroking him $30-plus million a year. He's given you a chance to win a bad division. And who knows? If everything else works, a good offseason, a good draft, handle free agency properly, who's to say that the Saints won't be better than just the winner of a bad division? Who's to say they can't go in this current NFC and compete and win and get to the Super Bowl? I, I think they can. I mean, sure, they, it's like every year you've got to be healthy. But I think they can build a complete enough roster to do that with a Derek Carr. I wouldn't feel as confident if the Saints were in the AFC right now, but what we talk about a few minutes ago, if you just joined in here on All Access, starts with where you're at as far as your planning goes. What division am I in? Can I win it? Because that puts me in the playoffs. And then we'll see about how we can compete above that. But if we're looking at it, we look at our conference and not the other one. If you're the New Orleans Saints, you're looking at it and saying, we can win our division. That means we have at least one home playoff game. And we can win in our conference. Our roster can be good enough. And we can do that with Derek Carr. Because look at a Vikings team that was a fraud. I said it on here all year. They want all those close games to win their division when... So many games. And their overall roster isn't as good as the Saints, but they won 13 games anyway. Saints can do that and be better equipped to actually take advantage of it in the playoffs. Sure, the Eagles aren't going anywhere. They're going to be good. I don't think the 49ers are either. But after that, it's open season. Let's go. No need to tank. So get that out of your mind. And if Derek Carr is the quarterback. Well, certainly they're not tanking. The expectations should be double-digit wins if they choose one another. 504-260-1061 is the number. 504-260-1061. Your thoughts on Derek Carr visiting the Saints tomorrow, according to NFL Media's Ian Rappaport. First stop, apparently, for Carr where he's going to be on somebody's roster as their quarterback by the end of next week. You can anticipate that now. That process is going to move along, and it could very well be here. Do you want that? We just laid out the case for it to make sense because, again, the Saints are trying to win again in 2023, whether you agree with it or not. More subjects to talk about, speaking of, the trade market, in season for the NBA. What are the Pels going to do? They've got less than 48 hours to do it. Trade deadline on Thursday. We'll talk about it when we return to All Access on 106.1 FM. I'm Ken Trahan. And I'm Jude Young. We'll have comprehensive coverage of high school, college, and the pros. Plus, we give you a voice to speak your mind. It's entertainment. It's information. It's all that you could want. And it's right here on 1061 Nash Icon. Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Following Inside New Orleans on 1061 Nash Icon. Country for life. 
Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. What you've heard about probiotics is probably wrong. I eat yogurt, so I don't need to take a probiotic. Probiotics? They don't really work. It's time to learn the truth about probiotics and join the Align Healthy Gut team up. Align has probiotics to naturally help relieve occasional bloating, gas, and abdominal discomfort. Try Align Probiotics for a month and see how great a healthy gut can feel. Get $2 off your first month of Align at AlignProbiotics.com. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just three bucks plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter code IMPACT at checkout. That's harrys.com, code IMPACT. Enjoy! When the final horn blows at the Allstate Sugar Bowl, the action is just beginning as another jam-packed year of Sugar Bowl activity lies just ahead. With over 55 annual events, including all Louisiana high school state championships, the Sugar Bowl support of amateur athletics adds up to big fun and big dollars for our economy. From the Crescent City Classic to lacrosse, sailing, basketball, and more, the Sugar Bowl has something for most everyone. For more on the great things the Sugar Bowl is doing, log on to AllstateSugarBowl.org. Sponsored by Allstate, Taco Bell, and Dr. Pepper. Everyone knows time is money, so don't wait weeks for the IRS to send out your tax refund. Go to Jackson Hewitt instead for up to $3,500 with a no-interest, no-fee, tax-refund advance loan. With up to $3,500, you could bring home the bacon and bring it home today. Money now instead of later? That's worth its weight in gold. Don't wait weeks for your refund. Go to Jackson Hewitt today. For eligible clients, loans by Republic Bank and Trust Company, details at jacksonhewitt.com. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. The new Crispy Mel Taco is now at Taco Bell. It's a freshly fried shell with a melty cheese blend and your choice of seasoned beef or black beans inside. Try it today at participating Taco Bell locations for a limited time only. While supplies last, contact local stores for prices, hours, and participation, which vary. Tax extra. Welcome to your daily sports report presented by CrescentCitySports.com. Winners of two straight, the New Orleans Pelicans will host Atlanta tonight. Brandon Ingram and Jonas Valanciunas are expected to play after missing Sunday's game with Sacramento. Winners of three straight, the Tulane men face a showdown with Cincinnati tonight at Fogelman Arena. The Bearcats beat the Green Wave 88-77 on December 29th at Cincinnati. Sean Payton was officially introduced as head coach of the Denver Broncos. Yesterday, Payton praised the Benson family and Mickey Loomis for his time in New Orleans. Payton also poached Saints assistant offensive line coach and former Saints tackle Zach Streif from the Saints staff, naming him as his offensive line coach. Dennis Allen has chosen veteran 
veteran coach Joe Woods as his new defensive coordinator. Woods most recently served in the same capacity with the Cleveland Browns and coached previously with Allen in Oakland. Super Bowl 57 week has arrived and both the Chiefs and Eagles are in Glendale, Arizona, meeting with media as the hype has begun. Philadelphia, a one and a half point favorite in Sunday's big game. And in college baseball, Xavier moved to 3-0 with an 8-5 win over Tugaloo. For these stories and more, visit CrescentCitySports.com. Have a blessed day and be a good sport. For CrescentCitySports.com, I'm Ken Trahan. Now's the time. What's on your mind? We love your take by calling Jude Young of CrescentCitySports.com and All Access on 1061 Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. Call 504-260-1061. The New Orleans Pelicans will tip off in about 12 minutes or so, looking to win a third game in a row after a 10-game losing streak when they take on Atlanta this evening. NOLA now a game above 500 again. And regaining a little confidence here as Brandon Ingram found himself and looked like the guy you were paying to be an all-star caliber player when they handled the Lakers. They carried that over and took down the Kings, who were in third place in the West right now. So more significant than you may think about the Kings normally. Yes, the Kings were shorthanded, but it doesn't matter. Two wins in a row. But it's so jumbled. You're in ninth place in the West right now. But you're two games out of fourth. You're three games out of third. With plenty of games left. Roughly 30 or so. Maybe a game or two less. Pals are about to play their 56th game tonight, so a little less for them. But just looking at the, the balance here between 25 and 30 games left. So a lot of moving and shaking that can still be done, which means you can find, if you get the right seamless addition via trade, that can spark you just enough to make a big difference And you know, whether you're in a play-in spot or a top-four seat. When you look at the teams in front of you, the Mavericks making their big move. They're barely ahead of the Pels by a game. With the Kyrie Irving trade, and that, that could go blockbuster for them. Luka and Kyrie could really work out well or could blow up in their face because defensively, Dallas is going to be bad. They're going to have to outscore people because they weren't good to begin with. We'll see. The Suns have been willing to dangle Chris Paul reportedly in the Irving talks. They're trying to make that swap. The Warriors sitting there in that range multiple weeks out for Steph Curry. And the Timberwolves are what they are. They've got their limitations overall. They probably are what they are right now, even though they played well lately. They're more of a barely above 500 team than anything else. But trying to get a read on how teams are going to play in a certain stretch of time over the season with their health, how they gel, how the schedule falls out. Who knows? If you're New Orleans, you can only focus on yourself. And it's still a big question mark, as Willie Green saying earlier this evening, that he doesn't anticipate Zion Williamson playing before the All-Star break. Again, we knew you could pretty much at least double how long he would be out when the hamstring happened. All-Star break coming up next week. So expect him back in late February. So you've been without him. 
You've been without Ingram. You don't really know how your pieces fit together. Other guys have been banged up too. Dyson Daniels, Herb Jones, etc. So you're trying to guesstimate without a lot of evidence in front of you what your best team or close to it's really going to need for the very end of the regular season and conceivably and likely, I think, still in the playoffs, should be in the playoffs. Trying to figure that out. And it's pretty obvious that shooter type, just another weapon, if you can make the right trade that doesn't tie you into somebody with too much money for too long, it's it's probably a wise move. Moving Jackson Hayes, Devontae Graham using his salary and getting off of the next two years of his contract, that would be good business. Once again, if you're not bringing in somebody for a major salary that you're stuck with for a long time, that may wind up being another negative asset that ties your hands in the future. That's the complicated part of it. And teams around the league, and Will Guillory's been writing about this for The Athletic, teams around the league look at a situation like New Orleans where they have all these extra picks and swaps And that makes them want to grab a little more in deals. That makes them greedy. They say, you've got all these picks. Come on, work with us. Give us that extra one. That'll put you over the top against the other team you're bidding against. That kind of stuff. So that can be somewhat of a hindrance. Because you want to hold on to as many of those assets as you can real tight. Especially the ones that don't currently have a salary number on them. Like draft picks and pick swaps. But yeah, they need shooting. Maybe Gary Trent, Malik Beasley. Those are names that have come up. Slightly bigger names that I don't know if they're really a fit long-term for what you're going to have to give up. Boyan Bandagovic, he's been mentioned. He's definitely a sharp shooting type. Not the greatest defender. But again, they can do something and add just another veteran proven shooter that they can mix in there and make themselves a little better and still let everybody else develop. While there won't be a place for Graham, there isn't a place really for Hayes. Kyra Lewis's name comes up. You don't want to have to trade a Herb Jones, a Trey Murphy, even Dyson Daniels. Until you really get to see more out of them and know what you really have. You don't want to pick the wrong one. Because all three of them could be good players, but one, maybe two of them can be even better than you think. Once they fully develop. First and second year guys. So that's what's tricky, and that's why Pelican fans should not be upset if no major deal is made. If a affordable rental is grabbed and the Pelicans are willing to throw in what should be later first-round picks, a bunch of seconds, something like that, I think that's what the front office is looking for. Not because they want to kick the can down the road, but because they want to make a fully informed decision. How good are young guys going to end up being? And yeah, there's the risk of it being the other way. Maybe Herb Jones regresses even more as a shooter. That's always a problem and limits 
how valuable he can be, although still really valuable the way he defends his basketball IQ, the way they put the ball in his hands and let other guys who are better shooters play off of him. Murphy's continuing to develop as somebody who can handle the ball and create for himself. Who knows how far that can go? And Daniels, his overall skill set, basketball IQ, a lot of that's through the roof. You just got him as a 19-year-old. So, I mean, what's the rush? Delay those decisions so that you can make the most informed decisions. That side of it and being informed about what the best fits will be with and between Zion, B.I., C.J. C.J. is the easy one. You've got, you, 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 knew what you, you know what you've got with him on and off the court. He should be a guy who really thrives playing off other guys. It's more Ingram and Williamson. You'd think in the end that if Williamson could somehow prove that he can stay healthy for any period of time, it's easy that he's your top dog, and maybe it's the fact that Ingram isn't a comfortable spot-up shooter, is more of a mid-range repping, plays downhill than a guy who can take advantage enough of the spacing that Zion can provide for shooters. You know what I'm You still don't know. They just haven't played enough games together. So you've got to see it. I've said that many times. And I think that that has to be the mindset of the front office. Unless something huge comes up and they say, let's accelerate this thing. With the Nets going back to them trading Kyrie, the Kevin Durant discussion happened this past offseason. The Pelicans were at least somewhat name-dropped in it. They might be more significantly name-dropped. And if that were to happen, my guess is... That's because maybe the decision is made, to, let's try to win now while we know Zion's dominant whenever he is healthy and on the floor. CJ isn't getting any younger. Let's just swap out Ingram for Durant with those other young guys. Rock and roll. Then you'll have veterans wanting to sign for the minimum to get a ring with you because they're going to believe you can win one. That could be a scenario that happens, but that doesn't happen until the offseason. So there's no need to do anything drastic to bump your chances up right now when it probably doesn't bump your chances up enough to be anything close to a championship team right now in the next few months. This is a years-in-the-making thing. Whereas the team next door on airline, the Saints we keep talking about, they're, they're still trying to win right now in the parity-driven National Football League. Yes, there's a lot of parity in the NBA West, but it's not the same. And for the Pels, unlike the Saints who have had many successful seasons, financially, the business side of things, they're in a position to at least be good and fun, pack the arena, excite the fan base for many years to come, and they don't want to do anything that could trip that up and ruin that when it's been so hard to get that far. And yes... In their case, they should be thinking from the business end of things as a small market in the NBA. They've got to make sure that they prove to you. Maybe you're a diehard Pelicans fan, or maybe you're not. And if you're the latter, you've got to be drawn to a bandwagon. And a bandwagon can't be a short-lived thing like it's been in spike seasons for this franchise. To keep you coming and renewing season tickets 
wanting to be in that number. And we've got to prove they can do it for a while now and sustain it. That is important for this franchise. It may upset the diehard who's like, I've been here and I'll be here th through thick and thin in the future too. Let's get a championship. Yeah, I understand that. But it's, it's bigger than you. So be patient. And hopefully your patience is rewarded because the Pelicans are in position to do just that. 504-260-1061, the number. I'm Jude Young. This is All Access, the usual Tuesday edition. More from the CrescentCitySports.com headlines. A couple of analytical pieces I want to get to talk about with you when we return here on 106.1 FM. You've got advanced prostate cancer, but you're not waiting around. You want to straight talk to facts about a Govix. Or Govix Religolix 120 milligram prescription tablets is a treatment for adults with advanced prostate cancer. Fact. Orgovix is a different kind of androgen deprivation therapy treatment, a pill, not an injection. Orgovix may cause serious side effects, including a heart condition called QT prolongation. Tell your doctor right away if you feel dizzy, faint, have a racing or pounding heart or chest pain. Orgovix can cause harm to an unborn baby or miscarriage. Use birth control during treatment and for two weeks after Orgovix treatment. The most common side effects include hot flushes, increased blood sugar and blood fat levels, muscle and joint pain. Decreased blood hemoglobin levels, increased liver enzymes, tiredness, constipation, and diarrhea. Other side effects include weight gain, decreased sex drive, and erectile function problems. Orgovix may cause infertility. Talk to your doctor if infertility is a concern for you. Go with a Govix. Ask your doctor. For more facts, visit GoWithTheFacts.com. Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. You just bought a home in the suburbs, but no one told you about all the birds, specifically this one, who seems to be calling out Roy. Roy. But who exactly is Roy? And why doesn't he ever respond? Maybe Roy is just bird speak for save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto. I guess until Roy answers, we'll never know. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. <coughs> When a cold comes on strong, <laughs> knock it out with Vicks Dayquil Severe for max strength daytime relief. Just one dose of Vicks Dayquil Severe starts to relieve nine of your worst cold and flu symptoms to help take you from nine to none. Power through your day with Vicks Dayquil Severe, the daytime non-drowsy, coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, nine to none medicine. Use as directed. This report is sponsored by Wendy's. Try Wendy's Homestyle French Toast Sticks today. Wendy's Homestyle French Toast Sticks are so good. Some are saying they're better than their mom's French toast. Perfectly crispy on the outside, perfectly fluffy on the inside, perfectly perfect in every way. Try Wendy's Homestyle French Toast Sticks today and see if they're better than your mom's. This is Josh Danzig with Where You At Magazine for 1061 Nash Icon. Don't miss Metairie's Big Mardi Gras Party this Friday and Saturday with the return of the Free Family Gras, featuring live music from Rick Springfield, the Jacksons, and others. And looking for a spot to watch the big game? Head to Manning's at Harris Casino to enjoy food and drink specials. Call ahead to reserve one of their premium leather seats. For Mardi Gras parade maps and more ideas on what to do this carnival season, pick up the new issue of Where You At magazine at restaurants, coffee shops, and retail outlets all over town. Cumulus New Orleans, incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital.
This is where you get all access, not just to focus on one or two topics. All sports are on the table with your calls at all times. Join us now by calling 260-1061. Now back to Jude Young on 1061 Nash Icon through CrescentCitySports.com and at NashFM1061.com. Basketball season continues with baseball right around the corner. As a matter of fact, a week from Friday, our first UNO baseball game of the 2023 season will come at you from Georgia. The privateers open up on the road, which is rare for them, at Kennesaw State. And Emmanuel Peppis will bring you most of, if not all, of the play-by-play action. I might fill in here and there like I've done the past couple of years. But he's the voice of the baseball privateers, and he'll have that one for you for sure. An afternoon start at 3 o'clock, again a week from Friday. But privateer basketball keeps on rolling on, and the privateers looking to break a losing skid against a rival at Nichols coming up on Thursday night. So we'll make the ride down to Thibodeau for that one as the privateers and colonels mix it up with pregame right around 7 o'clock and tip off at 7.15. Then UNO will face McNeese at home on Saturday, the usual 4 o'clock or so start time as part of the doubleheader with the privateer women coming at LFA, as we like to call it, out on the shores of Lake Pontchartrain. 504-260-1061 is the number, and a really good article by Les Easton, something that both Les and Ken Trahan have pushed recently. Of course, Ken is the man in charge since its origins, by the way, back in 1988, talking about the Saints Hall of Fame and certainly well-connected to Saints history. And both of them have made compelling cases in recent months with Les's article on CrescentCitySports.com featured last night and today as well about Jim Finks and Jim Moore, that they should be, as they are Saints Hall of Famers, of course, they should be in the ring of honor inside the Superdome. And, of course, I agree. That decision will be made later this year. And as Les quotes the ring of honor commemorates former players, administrators, and individuals with significant contributions to the franchise. Tom Benson, Archie Manning, Ricky Jackson, Willie Rofe, Morton Anderson, Will Smith, Sam Mills. It's a pretty good list. And let's be fair. The Saints were absolutely painful to watch. But we watched anyway. Until Jim Finks and Jim Moore came along and turned them into a winner. And it's also paying homage, and I don't think enough of that is done by the organization, paying homage to homage, considering we're so French down here still, right? To Tom Benson, because he hired those gentlemen. He hired Finks who hired Moore after buying the team. That's what turned it around. It took... Benson's ownership to save the team and then establish it knowing that the market just needed some consistency with the leadership and the product on the field. He did this due diligence. Mr. Benson found a guy like Jim Finks that was willing to come here and fix it. Guy who had not only done well in the NFL in front offices as a former player, but 
helped build the 1984 Cubs when that team hadn't won a division or made the playoffs in decades. So you got the right guy with the right track record, and that's what started the successful run of Benson's ownership in those fun days with the Dome Patrol and tough-minded Saints teams. You had to run the ball and win with defense in the NFC back then with all those powerful teams. Ditka's Bears. Parcells' Giants. Joe Gibbs' Redskins. And, of course, in your own division, John Robinson's Rams were no slouch. And the 49ers... The Joe Montana to Steve Young 49ers were something else. I mean, just little reminders. Let's face it. What's the radio show that people tend to listen to elsewhere every day? Is that quarterback that's on it? Local guy? Helped make that happen, but he wouldn't have been in a position to help the Saints finally turn things around if it weren't for Finks in the front office and Moore as the head coach bringing that stability to the roster, the mindset. This is how we're going to build our team. And yeah, they didn't, in the end, wind up winning playoff games, but they had double-digit win seasons, starting with 1987, and proved you could win here, and the community fell in love with their Saints again and believed they could be something. I'm sure there were rocky times after that, the end of Jim Moore's reign, after front office changes with Jim Fink stepping away and passing away. It goes to show you how important Mr. Finks was, and we know Jim Moore was able to set the Colts on the right track with Peyton Manning. Wasn't able to get them over the hump, but he was a winner. Did it someplace else. It's like he had done in the USFL before he was here. Those men, and fortunately Jim Moore Sr. still alive. We call him Sr. Different middle names with the younger Moore, who's now the head coach of UConn, and already doing a great job there. Congratulations to him getting that program to a bowl game in his first season. But the older Jim Moore, there's no doubt. Let's honor him before we regret not being able to do it. Get to see him on TV a little bit on Channel 6, doing analysis, comes to town already. Let's get that done. I totally agree with that. As somebody who was, what, 10 in 1987, and the feeling that swept over everybody watching that nine-game winning streak and going to the playoffs and being in the Dome for that first playoff game, as much as how it played out was pretty brutal, still special, and you, you don't forget things like that. And the Saints and their fans should never forget that it happened, even the younger ones who can't remember it, because it really was special. And yes, the golden age of the Saints, and hopefully not the age that will remain the golden age when we move forward here. Sean Payton, Drew Brees. There's no doubt about that. And they'll be in the ring of honor one day, of course. The quarterback, we know he's going to be in Canton. Sean Payton's got a really good chance to be in Canton too, right? But we're not talking about Canton. We're talking about the truly... M the most important figures in Saints history and the two gyms that taught New Orleans how to win. Can't say enough. Totally agree with that. Les lays out more of the case. It's the feature story right now on CrescentCitySports.com as well as as far as looking at improving the Saints roster now. Ross Jackson, the Locked On podcast and CCS contributor, 
talking about the Saints with four different coaches from the staff working in the practices and in the game during Senior Bowl week, getting a good look at some key prospects. Of course, Tajay Spears stood out. We knew how good he was after watching him at Tulane, and he could be a good fit for the Saints. Who knows? But there are others. And Ross lays out the case for a few of those from the week in Mobile. And Rene Nato went in-depth as far as the Saints need to be a little bit more aggressive about getting better on the offensive line. What is the status of that group? It used to be a true unquestioned strength for the team. What is it now? It's a little uneven, particularly on the interior of the line. Good analysis of that, also available. Can't miss it. The featured story is right now on CrescentCitySports.com. By the way, Ken Trahan, busy today, covered a soccer playoff game. Rummel, they won big. Interview after the game with the coach as the Raiders defeated Parkway. And then tonight, Brother Martin and Rummel. Coverage of that one from Ken as well. Your home, of course... For extensive high school sports coverage and more streams to come. How about this? I can let the cat out of the bag. Two of the very best programs in the state in girls basketball. will feature them on Thursday when Ponchatoula visits John Curtis. You can watch that live to, uh, Thursday evening on Crescent City Sports. And more coming at, at you, including some postseason action in the LHSAA as the month of February develops. Last segment of this show coming up in a moment as we take a timeout on All Access. When the final horn blows at the All-State Sugar Bowl, the action is just beginning as another jam-packed year of Sugar Bowl activity lies just ahead. With over 55 annual events, including all Louisiana high school state championships, the Sugar Bowl support of amateur athletics adds up to big fun and big dollars for our economy. From the Crescent City Classic to lacrosse, sailing, basketball, and more, the Sugar Bowl has something for most everyone. For more on the great things the Sugar Bowl is doing, log on to AllStateSugarBowl.org. Sponsored by Allstate, Taco Bell, and Dr. Pepper. Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. You just bought a home in the suburbs, but no one told you about all the birds, specifically this one, who seems to be calling out Roy. Roy. But who exactly is Roy? And why doesn't he ever respond? Maybe Roy is just bird speak for save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto. I guess until Roy answers, we'll never know. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. <coughs> when a cold comes on strong, <coughs> knock it out with Vicks Dayquil Severe for max strength daytime relief. Just one dose of Vicks Dayquil Severe starts to relieve nine of your worst cold and flu symptoms to help take you from nine to none. Power through your day with Vicks Dayquil Severe, the daytime non-drowsy, coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, nine to none medicine. Use as directed. Everyone knows time is money, so don't wait weeks for the IRS to send out your tax refund. Go to Jackson Hewitt instead for up to $3,500 with a no-interest, no-fee, tax-refund-advance loan. With up to $3,500, you could bring home the bacon and bring it home today. Money now instead of later? That's worth its weight in gold. Don't wait weeks for your refund. Go to Jackson Hewitt today. For eligible clients, loans by Republic Bank & Trust Company, details at jacksonhewitt.com. 
Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. What you've heard about probiotics is probably wrong. I eat yogurt, so I don't need to take a probiotic. Probiotics? They don't really work. It's time to learn the truth about probiotics and join the Align Healthy Gut team up. Align has probiotics to naturally help relieve occasional bloating, gas, and abdominal discomfort. Try Align probiotics for a month and see how great a healthy gut can feel. Get $2 off your first month of Align at alignprobiotics.com. Hi guys, it's Andrew with Springview Medical Clinic. Are you struggling with erectile dysfunction and sick of the pills? Well, we now have a major medical breakthrough that has helped thousands of men. The wave technology at Springview Medical uses gentle pressure waves to repair and open up blood vessels. We have 60 clinical studies, including from Cambridge University, showing our technology treats the root cause problem of erectile dysfunction. No more pills and no more side effects, just more blood flow in the bedroom. If you're ready to put a stop to your ED and regain your love life, grab your phone and call us now. You'll qualify for the assessment exam, even the blood flow ultrasound totally free. And to the first 10 callers now, you'll get a gift that can produce immediate results in the bedroom. You're going to love that. This is a $650 value, totally free to callers now. 504-313-4000. That's 504-313-4000. Guys, put a stop to your erectile dysfunction by treating the root cause. Call Springview Medical Clinic now to qualify. 504-313-4000. Always welcoming intelligent points of view. Whether we agree or disagree, let's have meaningful, constructive dialogue on all access with Jude Young on 106.1 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com and through CrescentCitySports.com. Give us a call at 504-260-1061. Final segment of the program, as usually, is a quick one and a look at other parts of the CrescentCitySports.com headlines for you to peruse we mentioned it before but really do think it's good to take a look at both articles covering the saints connected to the senior bowl about prospects to watch because as ross jackson and al dupuy many decades as a draft analyst have detailed uh saints always find talent in mobile they value that hands-on talent in a pro setting with pro coaches handling it to add to their already in-depth understanding of the prospects. You get that hands-on time on the field as well as those important interviews. Hendon Hooker injured but still in Mobile to interview as a guy that our analysts and our writers keep sort of thinking about that Tennessee quarterback and maybe he's a fit with the Saints. Now, I don't know how true that's going to be if with the breaking news leading into the show tonight, if Derek Carr winds up being the Saints quarterback, he visits tomorrow. So we'll see. Uh, but other positions of need, including running back, somebody like Spears could certainly help the Saints with Alvin Kamara likely facing an in-season suspension for that nightclub incident that's now a year old. Funny how that stuff can get dragged out, but the Saints will have to address that part of their team and having greater depth there at some point this offseason for certain, as well as areas like the trenches on both sides of the ball. 
And I would think, I think it's pretty safe to say in particular that the Saints need to get better in the interior, I think, of both lines as far as depth, quality, and hopefully young talent. So this could be a very important offseason for that in particular. Again, I'm Jude Young. I'll be with you for UNO at Nichols on this fine station on Thursday evening. Thanks to Rudy Dixon, who will handle the board then and has done so now tonight. I'll say so long, y'all. Thanks for listening to All Access on 106.1 FM Nash Icon 